That's right. Two weeks of everything staring back at me. I'd like to welcome you to another episode on Untethering Consciousness, where I'm going to share my experience of my journey through Marie Kondo. And for those who don't know what that is, I'm going to share what the process is and how it can be so liberating for our lives and why I deeply recommend it in yours. Now, I have done this process a few times through the journey over the last seven and a half years. Let me introduce Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo is an author. Many of you may already know who Marie Kondo is because she is featured on many TV shows a few years ago and has the Netflix TV show where she tidies up and organizes people's homes. There's a few things I really enjoy about her approach. The first thing is I I really love how when she comes into a home, she will greet it as the home has its own essence, its own energy. So she walks into a home and kneels down and, and invites herself in to greeting the home. I love that because a lot of times our living space becomes a deep reflection of what's going on internally for us. And when we greet it, there is of that reflection. So the process and my experience with it. Marie Kondo has a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I believe one or two others. Her intention is to provide tools that bring serenity into your daily life and to simplify it. And her suggestion is to go by category. The process begins with clothes. So basically, you pull out all of your clothing that you own, put it on your bed so that you have to look at it all and you take into account everything that you own. So you actually see the accumulation of everything. And one by one, you bring each piece of clothing to your heart and you either feel what she considers a zing feeling, which is so adorable if you watch her, or heaviness. This is profound because she is encouraging people to connect to their inner guidance, to that feeling of what is aligned in this moment for us or is not aligned any longer. If anything feels heavy or dense, even if it's a very subtle feeling, even if it brings up emotions, what's happening is it's allowing us to be with Whatever memory or experience was tied with that product or that item. And we're able to, when it's time to let it go, we are able to integrate that lesson or integrate that learning so that we can begin to move forward. A lot of times we have become containers where we store, even in our own homes, we store a lot of energy through items and stories and remembering and 
And it's not always the best for us. My belief is that we are channels, energy flows through us. And when we have a hard time letting go or we have a hard time trusting the unknown, we begin to store and hold on to things as a protective mechanism. And when the time is right and when we finally feel ready, we open up and we let go of whatever that was we're holding on to because it's a false sense of protection. We finally open up to the space. We open up to the ability to show up to the moment with trust. And that can sometimes be a process. In the work that I do in the coaching sessions, that is some of the work that we address and we work together with. So if it's kind of some of the stuff you get stuck on, reach out to me, leave a message, and we can connect. Now returning to this experience. So basically, it's encouraged to do tops first because it's closest to our heart. It's closest to where we feel the most. And so when we actually bring those clothings to our heart, we can connect to that sensation that we feel towards that item. Now, the multiple times that I've done this, definitely there have been tears there. Like I said, two weeks of just having my things laying on the floor because I literally needed to be with the sensations to be with the memories that were held from the items because it was such a difficult thing for me to let go of them because they had been with me for 12 years or more at that time in my life. They had become a stable point in a life that was very adventurous, but also not a lot of consistency growing up. So those items became that consistency. So once I went through the tops, then it was time for my bottoms, the dresses, pajamas, the jacket, then the handbags, and the miscellaneous such as belts, scarves, followed by shoes or boots, hats and gloves, socks and underwear, jewelry, if you have costumes, and then athletic clothes and swimwear. So that's kind of the layout of the process. And it helps to go through some of the categories. But also some people just take all of their clothes out and look at all of it, which is also helpful because then you see the amount that you truly have in the category of clothing. Be ready to take some time with this because you're truly letting go and releasing deep held energy within yourself and of course as you are with this and as you're with the process as the tears flow as the anger whatever is there as it comes up and you're with it there's a sensation of lightness because it's it's literally letting go of these things that have been holding us back in the past that no longer serve so it's truly liberating to do the process, and it also takes courage. Once the clothing, next are books. Going through all the books in your home, cookbooks, general books, kids' books, magazines, references, textbooks, phone books, anything that is in information form like that. 
the same process, laying it all out in one place, putting it to your heart, deciding if this is something you need. And another thing coming up for me in this moment is a lot of times we hold on to things because we think that we need it. We now have access to the internet and things like that. What I really like to point out is that it's definitely okay to hold on to something that feels good to you, brings joy, sparks an invigorated feeling for you. That's wonderful to continue to hold on to and to enjoy in your life. Now, if we're holding on to it just because of a fear that we'll need it or a fear or a scarcity mindset, it's really important to begin to see those patterns coming up. And that was definitely my experience. That's why I speak to it. Because when we hold on to something out of fear or hold on to something because we may need it in the future, we are actually taking away the opportunity for this object or material to be enjoyed by somebody else. So when I had that realization, that was very profound. After books are papers. And as you're beginning to see, we're slowly getting into some of the more sticky, if you like to call it, territory. So I pulled out all, all receipts, coupons, taxes, files, anything that would be paper, warranties, instruction manuals, important documents, bills, greeting cards, wrapping paper, checkbooks, lecture notes and handouts, business cards and receipts. This area took me a very, very long time to actually go through. I remember how much I did not want to go through this. And I'm going to admit right now, it's taken many, many years to finally be organized in this area. And it feels so good. And it was worth the years that it took for me to slowly chip at organizing and streamlining this area. Also, over time, able to go back and decide that maybe can, of course, some of these things are sensitive information. And so I do hold on to them. But they're now in organized slots. They're in it into folders that are categorized for their topics. And so I can go back through and digital file or things that ne don't necessarily need to be held on to anymore. Quickly see what it is that I need. And when I go through to reorganize every couple months, every six months or a year, I can quickly go through and see if something is needed or not any longer. Next up would be general things like DVDs, CDs, any video games, cards and remotes, craft supplies, pet supplies, and coins. Now, this is a little bit simpler for me because my DVD collection wasn't all that big to begin with. And I didn't have very many craft supplies. Otherwise, I didn't have anything else in that category. So that was pretty easy breezy, which feels really good after a daunting task like papers, which again, like I said, has taken a couple years to finally organize. If you have kids toys, bath toys, outdoor toys, sports equipment, board games and puzzles, that would come next. 
then the office space so gift and rewards cards office supplies appliances and computers and again that's pretty easy and straightforward cleaning supplies organized followed with kitchen is then and all of the utensils that come with that <laughs> then decor can be decided what is necessary that brings joy for you and what can be let go of and then bathroom supplies any garage things this can include your sheets in your closet the duvets or blankets towels and washcloths any medicine that can sometimes be laying around for far longer than the expiration date holds up to skincare and shaving makeup and brushes hair supplies and brushes also a lot of times when these liquid supplies lay around sometimes for years <laughs> i definitely at one time had kept carrying makeup around not using it it was time for it to be let go of obviously <laughs> that felt really great sample and travel sizes Oral hygiene items, soap and body wash, perfume, and feminine supplies. So again, these are all things that when we organize it and put it into boxes or, or somehow have it looking nice, makes it so much easier even for our day. It saves us time. And when we see what we have, we're saving money because we're not going out and buying multiple things that we already have without using what it is that we but first, now this tends to be the most difficult thing to categorize, the most difficult thing to go through because the emotions tied to these items tend to be very, very sensitive. And these items tend to be difficult to look at sometimes, they're difficult to be with, they're difficult to process sometimes and to let go of some of the things that it's time to let go of but it's easier just to keep holding on to and storing it away where we don't see it but again the thing is is our homes are reflections of ourselves even inside of our closets with the door closed they still are representing something that we're holding on to that if we let go we'll have more energy we'll have more space and we'll feel lighter and lastly is what I would say is the usually the most difficult thing to let go of and it's sentimental items the things in this category would be photos and albums journals and diaries memorabilia and souvenirs scrapbooks personal letters heirlooms and trophies because we're no longer holding on to the idea of it still being in our energetic field or in our life so when things are difficult, it doesn't matter what level, what stage, even if it comes down to it's difficult to let go of makeup or it's difficult to let go of my video games, like it doesn't matter what area it is. When something's difficult to let go of, but you know it's time because you feel kind of like a heaviness or kind of a a lowering feeling, like you're getting more heavy or you're feeling more grounded into the earth. These are kind of some of the sensations that I feel. Every item that it's time to let go of, it's so vital and Marie Kondo suggests that we hold it closely, every item, 
and we say thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for the experiences that we have shared. I now let you go so that someone else can enjoy you. And you put it into the bag that is going to be going to donation or whatever you are doing with these items. And when I appreciate each of these, it's another way of appreciating a part of myself. The part of myself that chose to buy that. A part of myself that chose to keep this item in my life. It's so profound again to come back to the point that a lot of times in my life I never really thought of items as having their own consciousness or their own energy. A lot of times I just saw items as being items. And after this process I realized that each of the items that I have have an expression. When I wear a certain outfit, I feel a certain way. Or when I put makeup on a certain way, I express myself differently. And so each of these items hold an essence, hold a vibration for as long as I did. And when I acknowledge and I honor that, there's a deepening connection that I feel of appreciation for myself and for the actions that I've chosen in my life whether all of them, to honor the process, to realize that sometimes in life, to learn is the best way to grow, have led to amazing things and even some of them have not led to such amazing outcomes. But appreciate them helps me and We can also grow through having fun and enjoyment in life. And there are also times when we've grown through pain and experiencing things we didn't want. And by honoring the full spectrum of the entire gamut of life is such a blessing and a joy to embody and embrace because that's what helps us move forward and begin to bring in more of the life that sparks joy, more of this serene. And so that is a little bit about my journey with Marie Kondo. I still to this day fold my pants just the way that she shows. You can go onto YouTube and type the Marie Kondo folding method. And I only fold my pants and my shorts and my, my drawer with the undergarments and socks and things like that. Those are things that I fold up and put in the drawer and all of the dresses and shirts that gets folded and hung with hangers. Somewhat her style feeling. What I love about the simplicity of how much my life has downsized is that everything can be looked at and seen from a glance. And it makes decision-making about what clothes I'll wear a lot simpler. It allows me to see what I have so that I don't over-consume and buy more than I need. And not everyone needs to live a minimalist life where they only have like 15 items of clothes. Some people that brings them joy and that's amazing for them to work towards that. For me, I'm kind of somewhere in between that. I don't own a lot. And neither does my partner. 
and that makes us happy. We're happy with the space that that creates. I enjoy having multiple jackets. So that sparks joy for me. And I am a personal believer that we can live however we choose to create our life. We don't have to be set by certain ideas. And I love that realization. I love the realization that I get to pave my own path. I look back on my past and I truly see how I've always taken other people's advice and direction. I've also many times taken my own direction and followed my own heart, even when it didn't make any sense to anybody else. It's so interesting to see the pendulum swinging in different areas of my life through different times. Room to choose. We always do. And it can start with what items we choose to have in our life reflecting back to us. It can begin with choosing to honor the items that we do have. And we appreciate them and say, thank you. Thank you for blessing my life that I get to use you. So thank you for joining me on this episode of Untethering Consciousness, where I got to share a little bit of what Marie Kondo style is, my experience with it and the journey that you bring joy to my life. And looking back with awareness and how we get to show up and choose we get to choose how it is that we get to create our life. Even if right now doesn't necessarily feel like we have a lot of... And I would like to invite, for anyone who feels inspired, I welcome sponsorship on this page. There is a button and any amount would deeply, deeply support this channel to continue producing heart-centered content with those in need. Share this podcast with loved ones and friends and family. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.